I think good investigative reporters and columnists, when they see something, they write something, and they generally take it personally, like our next guest as well. Mark Conkle, who is a writer at Patch.com. He's also a um, recipient of a Pulitzer Prize for local reporting, and he's uh, proud of his uh, Pullman neighborhood and a returning guest here on WDLS. Mark, how are you? I'm great, John. How are you doing? I'm uh, doing very well. This is another story we've been following daily on my program and reading from your piece at the Patch. Growing chorus of angry folks calling for Alderman Jim Gardner to resign over reports of the nasty things he has said to have texted and the vindictive, not to mention rather creepy, things he's accused of either doing or asking his staff to do. The backstory is he texted slurs not suitable for publication or broadcast to describe fellow aldermen, staffers, operatives. Um, but other text messages uh, allege that Gardner asked staffers to conduct background checks looking for dirt on developers, local business owners, political rivals, ward residents, and a woman who once convinced a judge to issue a restraining order against him. That's a problem, and that apparently, uh, these allegations are scandalous enough and problematic enough. Correct me if I'm wrong, but now Mark Conkle, the FBI, is taking a look-see. Yeah, it seems like everybody's trying to pile it on uh, Alderman Gardner. You know, I, I, you know, the thing with FBI investigations, John, as you know more than probably everybody, is that you know just because the FBI shows up and knocks on some doors and asks questions doesn't mean there's going to be an indictment, or that the investigation that we're hearing about is going to last more than a little while. Um, but you know, from what we're hearing and all the things pouring out of you know the every corner of uh, the local journalism. Uh, eco chamber, um, it, you know, it, it looks like we can all agree on one thing: Alderman Gardner is not the smartest guy. <laughs> How so? Number one, he wrote you know, it down. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. He wrote, yeah, he wrote yeah. everything down. Yeah. Um, you know, this, you know, Mike Madigan, you know, yeah. is not indicted. That's right. right. What did he do? He didn't write anything down. I mean, like this isn't something that's new. You know, <laughs> not not talking on the phone and not yes. sending emails. I mean, one of my know, favorite scenes. And, yeah, one of my favorite scenes out of Goodfellas. I told you guys never talk on the phone. I told you don't talk on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't surprise you, Mark Conkle, of how. And this is this goes for a younger generation, obviously. But I'm surprised that politicians, even guys like Ed Burke, who've been around 50 years, and he is presumed innocent till proven guilty. But I'm surprised nowadays how how openly they speak on the telephone. How how many you know vulgarities are included there? Whereas I think more astute or careful politicians, or anybody, I suppose, knows that. Nothing ever goes away. It never vaporizes, even if you think it does. You know, I, I think that the you know the alleged crooks are better at it than most. Um, and you know, I, I think that you know we we know that Garner he's just not a smart guy. It seems like from what the reports are, he's a vindictive guy. You know, and he's got a potty mouth. Is he the only alderman that's like that? I kind of doubt it. <laughs> um, well, what you've advanced in your story, let me set you up, because this is this is the, the germane point of the story. Even if there was something that warranted the FBI to uh, tell the, uh, the attorneys that, hey, there's something bad here, and we're moving forward on it, um, U.S. attorneys, even if there was something there, you're telling me in your piece that because of the way there's a certain ordinance that is 
is written here in Chicago that the Inspector General has virtually no power or authority over aldermen or city council staff anyway. Exactly. You know who wrote those rules? Aldermen. And hmm. the, the, thing, the thing is about this particular case, and, you know, is that when you look at how the news broke from an anonymous watchdog blogger, um, the People's Fabric, uh, that we just heard of because of this, um, and that Mayor Lightfoot said, you know, I, I think there should be an investigation into whether Alderman Gardner was withholding city services from a constituent. Those things on the, alone are not, don't meet, reach the level of allowing the Inspector General in Chicago to investigate an alderman or their staff. They need a signed, sworn complaint in order to launch an investigation. And if they get a complaint that isn't sworn and isn't signed, then where does that where does that information go? The inspector general, according to the city law, has to kick it back to the city council to let everybody know that there's been an allegation against um, an alderman or a staff member, and it usually goes nowhere. And the irony of what's happened to Garner is he's on the city council floor and he's apologizing. That same meeting, the city council voted a new police contract that says we can investigate anonymous misconduct complaints against the police. Um, but he can't do that for an alderman. Yeah. And I think that, you know, aside from knowing that Gardner, you know, isn't the smartest guy because he wrote all this stuff down and he's in hot water, it's really, for me, highlights the need for Chicago government to have an independent watchdog who has the ability to police our government. Because well, both, uh, both the... Legislative Inspector General in Springfield, as she was leaving, she thought she had absolutely no power. Why Why even stay in this job? And two or three of her previous colleagues in the exact same position echoed that with, with her leaving. And Joe Ferguson's almost out the door here in Chicago as well. I mean, it's impossible in Chicago. The, the government, you know, run by, especially in Chicago and Cook County, the government does not want to police ethics when it comes to politicians. Everybody's a Democrat to one degree or another. You know, everybody's part of, you know, the same organizations. They all try to work together, you know, and they are preserving their jobs. They don't want, you know, someone with information who doesn't want to put their name out there, whether it's a video or it could be, you know, paperwork, you know, you can't have a complaint unless somebody puts their name on it. And we know what an Alderman Gardner is a prime example that retribution, you know, allegedly could be a real thing. And, yeah. you know, even if it's true that he was withholding city services, do you think he's the first Chicago Alderman? No, absolutely not. Are you kidding me? Right. It goes back to Hanky Dink and uh, Bathhouse John, right? Or I was, I was more thinking, I mean, you're right, but also – you know, it goes back to like last Tuesday, probably. We just don't know about it. Yeah. Well, so when will we know something next regarding this story? I, you know, I'm, if I was the alderman's advisor, I say, I just say, you made your statement on the floor of the house. Uh, I'm sorry, the city council. You're not going to say anything more about this ever. There'll be another scandal coming over the horizon soon, and everybody will forget about this one. Exactly. That's exactly what's going to happen. And if the feds do come back and get him, you know, it probably will be a while. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I think that, you know, they're going to have to, like, you know, 
get documents. They're going to have to have evidence. That's going to take some time. And all the talk of, of you know, censuring him or the ethics department, you know, in Chicago is going to fine him $5,000. Oh, okay, great. What does that do? <laughs> yeah. You know, I had, and, uh, well, this, we're, we're yeah. dealing with the same thing we always deal with, John. I, I had uh, Alderman uh, Chris Talaferro on, and he I asked him about uh, if he wanted to comment on uh, Alderman Gardner, and he said, yeah, my position as uh, uh, in the hierarchy of the Democrat Party, we're going to have him explain what's going on to us, but I'm not going to comment. So the Democrats apparently, are they're going to uh, punish him in some way, shape, manner, or form. Yeah, they're, they're, they'll censure him. And you know what that'll be used for? If he's got the guts to run for re-election, somebody will use it in a uh, a political uh, ad against yeah. him. I, mean, I, I wanted to ask you, as a proud member of the Pullman community, if you've been over to the new National Monument, and if so, what do you think? The best part of it for me, and I'm not really kidding, is that the fence that's been around that clock tower for since I moved here 16 years ago is down. And, you know, there's a nice little interactive museum there, and it really needs, you know, more investment, you know, we, you know, the Alderman Beal said, you know, they're going to try to get 30 Pullman rail cars on the property. That's what it needs. But yeah. it's a good start. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we got to make sure that, you know, people don't try to steal public money while, um, <laughs> while setting up shop here. It's, uh, it's Chicago yeah. after all. Yeah. yeah. John Cass used to say it's an extra 30% tax on everything to do business in this town just for corruption. Mark Conkle, thank you, sir. Much appreciated. We'll read more at the patch. I just signed up for your alerts a few minutes ago. Mark Conkle is a recipient of a Pulitzer Prize and also is a producer, writer, and narrator of Chicagoland, which was a terrific, terrific piece as well. Uh, thanks, Mark. Have a great evening. Thanks, Jeff. Take care.